right, welcome to the Rejects of the Roundtable brought to you by Gypsy Soul Paranormal. We have re OG Reject Andy. We have the Reject Paula. We have the Reject John. And we have the rejectee Stacy. At this time, Gypsy will not be joining us due to the fact that we have been uh, traveling all day and she's a little tired. So uh, we have made it up to Hot Springs, Arkansas. Tomorrow we'll be doing just the tours of the old cemeteries around here. But today we are going to be talking about Yorktown Hospital. And we're going to start off with John and a brief history of the hospital. Hi. So our story starts in a far off time and place. Picture this, Yorktown, 1946. The Dr. Allen Community Hospital of Yorktown, um, which is their only medical facility they have um, that serves Yorktown and surrounding areas, is converted into a rest home for the elderly. Um, so this left the area obviously without, uh, without a hospital to meet basic medical needs, minor surgeries, labor, stuff like that. So the community came together and they decided they needed a hospital. Um, so they did a bunch of fundraising. Um, they took uh, donation, uh, private donations from citizens and some big companies, Ford Motor Company donated. Um, Stacey, I think you said Shell Oil Company donated. Um, yes. Because there's a lot of oil fields in that area. And with oil fields comes heavy equipment and injuries. Um, so they did a bunch of fundraising. They hired a, form, a firm out of Fort Worth for fundraising. And by 1949, they had $150,000 raised for this hospital. Now, I did the math for you. $150,000 in 1949 is the equivalent to $1,842,200 in 2022. So they were ready to That's go. They were, they were yeah. ready to build this hospital. Um, so... Oh, it took five years for fundraising and administrative and construction to work. And by 1950, the building was completely built and ready to open in 1951. Now, this is where it gets funny for me. The hospital was dedicated on February 4th of 1951. Stacy, ask me what my birthday is. When's your birthday? February 4th. Ah. So I thought that was there's a, a connection. A, yeah, funny little connection. So it was dedicated on February 4th, 1951, and it went on to open on March 25th of uh, 1951. And it, this hospital, it was, it's not oh, a hospital nice. as you would think a hospital is. Um, it's more like what we would call an urgent care. It was only meant for minor surgeries, uh, labor and delivery, uh, stuff like that. And emergency situations, obviously. Um, so it opens on March 25th, 1951, and it's completely staffed and run by the <clears throat> Felician Sisters of the Roman Catholic Church. They had nine sisters, ten doctors, and some board members that, that were running it. Now, if we go back to the donation part, um, anybody that made a donation was given a certificate um, for themselves or their immediate family for any hospital services up to the amount of that certificate. So if you donated $100, you get a $100 certificate to go to the hospital with. <clears throat> now, that caused a lot of financial problems later on because there was times where only those certificates were coming in and there was no cash coming in. So those sisters very rarely got paid. They would go, everything else would get paid, the bills would get paid, the doctors would get paid, and the sisters were the last, um, the last group uh, to get any money. 
Um, so the hospital, it was, it's called Yorktown Memorial Hospital. It is uh, dedicated to the 49 men from Yorktown that lost their lives in World War II. Um, the hospital is 30,000 square feet. It's cross-shaped. It's got two wings and a basement. And then the second floor was entirely uh, living quarters for the sisters and whatever other female staff. Um, it's got a chapel at the end of it. And, uh, okay. So the hospital, when it opened, um, they had kind of a bad reputation. Um, there's a lot of stories. I'm going to start getting into the alleged stuff now. And when I say alleged, I mean there are stories that could have happened, but... Um, there's no newspaper articles, there's no death certificates, there's no lawsuit, anything like that. So there's no actual proof that it happened, but it's possible. So we call it folklore. Um, so they allegedly had a pretty bad um, reputation for malpractice and stuff. Um, they had a doctor, his name was Leon Nowierski. Um, he worked at the hospital well into his 90s. Um, when he retired, he had the oldest medical license in the state of Texas. Um, and he became known as the butcher uh, because a lot of his patients would go into surgery and not come back out. There's, um, there's one famous story where he was doing a, a thyroid procedure and slipped and slit the patient's throat and they died on the table. Again, there's no documentation of this, but it's one of the stories that goes with it may or may not have happened. Um, so the hospital ended up closing as a hospital in 1986. Um, they say that was due to malpractice. Again, there's no malpractice evidence. Um, and they turned it into a drug rehab facility, which ran in, until 1992, when it was totally decommissioned. Um, and the alleged reason for that is that the nuns couldn't keep the drug rehab patients on the property. There's a, another famous story that one of the patients got out at night went to the feed store across the street and slapped the employee in the face. Um, so that brings us to the story of TJ. TJ, the story of TJ goes that he suffered a heroin overdose and his friends dumped him on... What? So it's, the story of TJ goes he suffered a heroin overdose and his friends dumped him at the night, the night drop um, where there was supposed to be a sister there 24 hours a day, seven days a week, um, in case anybody was dropped off. The story goes, she fell asleep and his friends left him on the stairs. She didn't hear the buzzer and he died on the steps. So now again, there's no record of TJ. There's no death certificate for TJ. There's nothing. But also in the state of Texas, um, death certificates and death records are sealed for 75 years. So we won't even have access to those until I think 2025. And then we still got 30 years of uh, 30 years to wait after that. I'll wait. No. Yeah, right? So um, I had a thought, um, made another connection in doing some research last night. The story of TJ, was he really dumped by friends or was he a patient that got out and then couldn't get back in at the end of the night and died on the stairs? That's something we can talk about later. Um, and then there's Stacy. So Stacy is a little girl spirit that most of us have all encountered. Um, she, the story goes that she had a relationship with Dr. Nowierski. Um, her mother was a single parent and mom would drop her off at the hospital while she went to work. And Dr. Nowierski gave, there's some more, I know Gypsy had some, some more she experienced with Stacy that if she wants to talk about it, she can, but that's her. Um, so Dr. Nowierski gave her a book, 
Uh, it was her favorite book called The Pokey Little Puppy. So there is a copy of that at the hospital that um, we will read to elicit responses from Stacy. But again, nobody had, there's no last name for Stacy. There's no, there's no death certificate for Stacy. There's no documentation of Stacy at all. But we've all experienced her. And then the most famous story of Yorktown, the double murder-suicide in the basement. So this story goes, um, one of the nurses was having a fling with a patient, and they were down in the boiler room of the basement getting it on when the nurse's <coughs> boyfriend walked in, stabbed him, stabbed her, and killed himself. And there's what they say is blood spatter still on the wall of that boiler room. Now, there's a lot of things that blood could be, but allegedly um, the, uh, one of the hospital managements, one of the owners at one point, allegedly had it tested and it came back positive for human blood. Again, folklore. So Paula, when we go, we need to bring some luminol and check that out for ourselves. Yeah, Put that to that'd bed. be awesome. Yeah, so that went a little quicker than I expected, but Dang that's it. all I, I could have ordered that on Prime Day. No, oh. I don't know. <laughs> well, that went a little bit quicker than I than I thought it was going to go, but uh So John can I ask you a question on the history that you just said. Yeah. Uh what is it that you believe personally? I don't know. I don't know. I like to believe facts, but as far as Stacy goes, like we've seen some some pretty um compelling evidence of her. Um, I don't know if Andy has a little video. It's clearly a little girl's voice in the basement. Uh, no. You don't have that one? Uh, no, I've tried, dude. I, I've okay. got the one uh, uh, in the priest room already. Well, we go. can we can post it on the, the, the Gypsy Soul page later for people to check out. Absolutely. Yeah, sorry about that. No, it's okay. So I do know that on one of the shows that was at uh, Yorktown Hospital, they did do a test on the so-called blood splatter and it was not blood splatter. It wasn't. Oh, okay. But here's my question to y'all. If you go down in that basement, you see all those records and everything just scattered everywhere. How do we know it's not there? It could be. How do we know some of the truth is not in there? Because if you walk, I mean, if you... Exactly. Well, I've looked so, through I mean, some the of that. So, I mean, the basement was all the time. I've looked through some of those those papers down there, and we've, we I, we were, we were with this other lady once, and we were digging through a box, and it seems everything there, none of it seems to be related to the hospital. It's all like court case information from years after the hospital was already closed. Oh, God. And then in that hallway by the priest bed, there's all these cards and letters that were sent, and they were dated, again, after the hospital was already closed. So basically, they so used it, it as a fly tip. Huh? They used it as a fly tip? What does that mean? Oh, it means British they, terminology. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, British terminology again. They basically yeah. used it as a, a trash can skip. Yeah, they, the, the manage, one of the owners used it as a giant storage unit. That's why there's like bus seats. Okay. And then also, did you know the cage, which I'm sure we'll talk about it later, the cage was not part of the hospital. The cage, one of the owners, there was a jail nearby that was closing down. And they were getting rid of everything from the jail. And the owner just liked it and bought it, and they brought it into the hospital in pieces to store it there and reassembled it. Had nothing to do with the hospital. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I didn't know that. I, I had no idea. We were told that the ones that were acting up was took down to the basement. Mm-hmm. But that is nope. not true. Nope. 
Nope. And I've heard that from That's multiple sources. Multiple sources. That's but you, can, you can also tell that it's not, that cage isn't bolted to the floor, it's not attached to the wall. Like, it could be very easily mm -hmm. moved. And if it was part of the hospital, it would have been bolted to the wall or bolted to the floor. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's very true, so, too. So I wonder if some of the spirits that were in the basement are actually from the jail, then. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> My thoughts exactly. Could be. Well, yeah, if some of that, if some of that uh, mail and stuff is from actual jail or the courthouse oh. or the jail itself, I mean, you know, can you imagine what it's attached to? Could be. It could be. Well, I remember once I, I, I did say on one occasion, uh, someone had an SLS camera on, on the jail cell. And I said, I'm sure there's someone above me. Well, sure enough, the SLS camera and they panic round and, and they look above me and they see the stick figure just crawling up roof. I was like, oh my God. Yikes. <laughs> I was like, Jesus Christ. I, I, uh, as far as, as far as the, uh, the double homicide, that we're talking about in the basement. Yeah. I think it would be very difficult to have something like that happen and keep it under wraps. Mm-hmm. Again, I would there's, have thought... no, there's no police reports. There's no hospital records. There's okay. no newspaper article. But here's my point. Now, Paula, you're Catholic, correct? Yes. Okay. You know for a fact that the Catholic Church does not share any details unless they're caught. There's some of the best hiders caught. I know. And another fun fact on that subject, when the hospital closed, all the medical records from the hospital disappeared. What do you mean disappeared? They're just not there. And that's um, one of the, the caretaker guy had told me that. He said when the, the hospital closed, all that stuff disappeared. And he said it's because Catholic Church doesn't like to let information out. Yeah. Until they get caught. Uh-huh. Even but then. that's just yep. a hearsay from him, correct? Yeah, yeah, uh huh. That's not proof of that, right? But because uh, I mean, is he, is he is he the first? Okay, the one that owns it now is the same owner of Black Swan Inn. He's the same guy. Yes, he's that's the lawyer that owns Black Swan Inn. That's you didn't I know that? Well, I knew. Yeah, I knew no, that. he is. I knew that, but there's okay. always been. There's been several different owners since the hospital closed. That's what I was asking. So how yeah. many owners prior to him? Oh, I'd have to look that back up because there was at least okay. like six in the first few years after it closed. Oh, okay. And what did they use the hospital for? Why would they buy the hospital? I don't know. I guess they probably wanted to reopen it or do something with it and it just never happened. Because it, it would bounce around between a couple of different families' trusts, trust funds or whatever. And I guess from what from what I understand, that hospital at the time it was like the heart of the city. It was like or the heart of the town. Well, yeah, because yeah, you're in. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no. Go I was, ahead. I was gonna say because yeah, that that hospital at the time, that was pretty much the only place you could really get treated without mm -hmm. traveling what two three hours to get. Uh, well, so the closest hospital was San Antonio, which is about eighty <clears> miles away from Yorktown. So by today, that's about an hour and a half drive. But we're talking 1946 through 1949, but they didn't have cars that can go as fast as ours can. They didn't have the highways that we have now. So that could have been a three-hour trip. And they didn't have CareFlight either. I just want to mention this comment that we just got in from, yeah. uh, from Leah Hine. So she says, all the patient information is supposed to be destroyed. It's HIPAA, H-I-P-P-A, violation. 
and is punishable by law fines and prison and time and also you know so yeah Hain, uh, uh, Hain, i i agree with that that as of right now but here's the question when did hipaa come into place because Yorktown's been closed for over 35 years. HIPAA wasn't, I mean, HIPAA is a, a fairly, not recent, but a fairly new law. So when when did HIPAA come into? She's still there? I, I've got it. I've got it. So HIPAA came into law in 1996. Oh, so When the did hospi the hospital close? The drug rehab closed in 92, but the hospital closed in 86. Okay, so it was just outside of because uh, it was Bill Clinton on August twenty first of nineteen ninety six. Interesting. But listen, I've seen on the news there's plenty of medical facilities where people bought the building and the medical records are in the building. So I don't. Well, think you know, that we went to Fort happens, Walter. So <laughs> it. I'm, okay, I'm sure so. It's out there. Leah Hines saying that she's a nurse and that patients still had rights as far as not keeping the the uh, files or, around, which I mean, I understand that's true. I mean, I'm sure they did have rights. We were just kind of wondering why would they, I mean, would they be transferred to other doctors? But thank you for clarifying that for us. Because when we go into Fort Walters, y'all know for a fact, we find, we find medical files. John, you no, know I mean, we found. Yeah, she's sure farming. So it's same at the Nazareth as no, well. I mean, like, like uh, the Nazareth, there was personnel files, and and actually there's a file there that actually linked it to Beach Army Hospital. I can't believe it when I found that. Ah. So it's crazy, yeah. but um, so I want to get back to right. the. Yeah, I yeah. agree. Uh, it doesn't make it right, Leah. We 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 honestly agree. We were just trying to get clarification on the uh, law as far as. You know what the it was. Hippo. Why did they burn the, or why did they destroy the document? Is all we were wondering. But thank you. That's crazy. Thank you for your. That is crazy. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Uh, you so, it for us. so the basement, though, guys. I mean, for me, I think the scariest thing down there is a the bloody wall that's about to cave in. Oh. Oh, the boat out wall. That scares the living daylights out of me when I walk past that thing. I'll be honest with you, because I don't got, know if I'm going to end up with Yorktown on top of my Swede. Uh, that got you know, and that's true when you walk by there, especially because it floods so much. Yeah, right. one of the nights, one of the nights we were there when it was raining, and that got it went from not so bad to real bad. Remember that face? Uh, she's was... muted real quick. Oh. Sorry, guys. Sorry. Shall we throw some uh, pictures up? So was it raining in in the building? Oh yes, it, it always. Oh yeah, it, it was storming the inside the building. Yeah, absolutely. I've never been there for that. That's that my first time I went there. It was raining, and then there was one other time it rained. But what that building? There, it's so holy. But huh, no pun intended. Um, oh. Once it rains, like it's raining inside the building for the rest of the night, even when it stops outside. Listen, I don't know if I can handle rain inside the building. I'm a little. It rains too inside the building. Yeah. Hey, I tell you what, they've got some interesting wildlife out there. Let me tell you what I've seen so far. So, I was, so first time I ever saw an armadillo to where I could almost touch it. I was advised not to touch it because they carry some sort of disease with them. So that was like one of them. And then the tarantula the size of my hand. Oh I'm my not God, joking. Yeah. You remember that that night? Uh-huh, crawling up. Jesus. Crawling oh, yeah. Yeah. 
We have and video then, of that. I have video of it. Oh wow, we're gonna have to put that on uh, Gypsy Soul for sure. Yeah. And then and then scorpions. I've, never I've seen, seen scorpions. scorpions. I, I, I did. One of the investigators goes, "Oh look, there's a dead scorpion there." I'm like, "Okay, I'm done." <laughs> Good night. True story. <laughs> when, uh, my best friend was my best friend was with us on an uh, investigation at Yorktown, <clears throat> and we were walking down that main aisle from the church from the chapel to the front door, and she kept saying, "There's something in that trash can," and I just laughed at her. I said, "Quit being silly. There ain't nothing in that trash can." Sure shit, there was a possum in that trash can. We ran so fast. I gotta tell you, possums are cute. They are like cute, possums. but I mean, you don't expect it in a damn dark ass hospital. I know that. <laughs> hey, John. Oh, yeah. I was gonna say, I want to get into that video real quick. Let's do it. Because we're because we're talking about the uh, we're talking about the basement, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay. So this video. Um, I was left alone in the priest's bed in the basement. She was on the basement. There's this little, where the cage room is, there's a little hallway, and there's the priest quarters. Now, I was left alone. I brought a target sheet and laid it over the bed so it wasn't, you know, not laying on that dirty, nasty bed. So I laid down on that bed, and everybody left me there. I'm the only person in the entire building. And I've got this five-minute video. It's got about 15 different voices in it. Now, um, if you have headphones, throw some headphones on because some of these are going to be really, really hard to hear. But some of them are very, very obvious and out front and you can tell what's being said. So, um, wait. action. Okay, wait, just a minute. Just to clarify something. Nobody left you there. You asked yeah, 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 to yeah. be left <laughs> there. Yes, yes, yes. yes. So You're making it sound like we abandoned you and that's not no. the case. <laughs> you no, was I like... Said I said, get the hell out. Leave me here. Yeah, you, you said, get last. the... You, you always like words. Get get the hell out. I want to see if I can get this priest. Yeah. That was your exact words. Was it? Probably something like that. Yeah. All right. All right. Everyone mute your microphone, and I'm going to play this. Thank you. Who is that? Whoa. Whoa. What are you doing to me? <sighs> are you trying to hurt? Light that ball up if you're going to hurt me. If you're going to hurt me, I'll leave. Whoa, okay. Yep, I'm gonna go now. I'm gonna go. You win. All yours. I'm out. Bye. Enjoy my pillow. Woo! I'm gone. Goodbye.
I'm not running from you. Okay, I'm gonna get a replay of that real quick. Hold on. As soon as you all. Andy, skip it forward a little bit to when I go back in because there's still some more voices that we haven't heard yet. As soon as that was insane. I hear you making noise over here. Ooh, y'all got me. Can you do to me what you did to him? I give you permission. Do to me what you did to him. Come on. You're going to lay in the bed and I'm going to walk away. Oh. Oh. Are you going to stay, stay down there or are you just going to leave me? I'm going to leave you because as soon as everybody walked out and I was in the basement in the bed by myself. All right, John. I've got some questions, dude. I've got some answers, dude. Hey, so, so. 
you. So for anyone that's listening on the podcast, what <laughs> we just watched is a video of John laying in the priest bed in the basement. And uh, quite a few strange voices caught on that video. Um, what was you thinking, dude? Why, why would you want to be down there on your own? I mean... For that exact reason, for that to happen. And it did, almost as soon as everybody left. That's crazy. I, I did hear that night, because I was there, I believe. I think I just left. But I did hear that night that you cleared all the steps. Something like that. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> whatever that voice was right before the scream, it was right. I heard it with my own ears. All the other voices I didn't hear until watching the recording later. But that voice was right in my ear. And it was like, it was like if I come up to you and just whisper in your ear. And there was, I was the only one there. There was nobody anywhere nearby. Everybody else was in the parking lot getting packed up. Did you, did you feel threatened? No, it just startled me. It started, uh, but you didn't feel like you were being threatened. Well, I think, I think. Because I mean, playing. at one point it sounded like they were threatening you. Uh, well, down in the basement, I, cause I just didn't know. Because it was that, it was that feeling where like you get the goosebumps, but they're like electrical. And like, I could feel it, it started to like kind of squeeze on my head. That's when I was like, all right, let me get out of here real quick. And so you heard me say, I'm not running from you as I'm coming around the stairs. But you kind of were. Kind of was. <laughs> and you went, and then, it go, and then it goes, so flee. And that's when I fucking hit it. So they, they were messing with me. They were clearly messing with me. That was great. <laughs> I just wanna I just wanna state on record there's not one occasion yet that I know of anybody other than you, John, come running out screaming. Lies. No, no I've I've, ne I've, I've never come running out screaming. No, I didn't say you did, but I have seen a couple of them come out running screaming that they've had to come and get me to get out there and help them. That's well, crazy. You, you didn't you didn't scream, Andrew, but I did hear you make a a squawk. Yeah, and Andrew, when you run a out, squawk, stay a squawk and a scream. <laughs> let me see. It's kind of the same. When Andrew runs out, he stays out. My ass went right back in. No, and that's not true. That's not. That's not true. That's not true. I've gone back in places before after I've run out. Yeah, after like two hours. Yeah, I may have to calm my nerves down after a little like, bit, but I like still two, go back in. After two hours and eight cigarettes. I, yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> but there's no way you're going to ever leave me in a place like that. I mean, I think the voices are phenomenal. There's a few on there I'd yes. like to question. But there's some that is really clear. That's, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. Absolutely. Um, that, was, that was great. Well, was, what's the, the, one of the funny parts about, to me about it is you, it's, really, it's really, really hard to hear. But when you finally find it, it clearly says, want to play. And it's in the same spot that that paranormal entertainment show got the same EVP. That place, uh, I, you, you're braver than me because I know I wouldn't stay down there on my own. But my question to you, John, is, is you know, I, I've been I've been to Yorktown a couple of times with you and, and you're always you're always going towards the priest quarters. What is it with the priest quarters? I don't know. I don't know. I think it's since that video happened, I'm just kind of stuck with it. You're just attracted to it. And we always get good stuff in there. You, uh, so have you had any other experience besides right there in Yorktown Hospital? Um, 
not that profound, not as profoundly as that. Um, but we, I've seen the, the, the REM pod, we got the REM pod going off in that room. Um, we got the K2s and the cat balls. Everything, everything goes off in that damn room. Ooh, ooh. Let's talk about the chapel. No, wait, okay. because I've got a picture of the basement. Okay. Okay. So I believe this is, uh, I believe this is where supposedly the uh, double homicide or murder-suicide, whatever you want to call it. Okay. Isn't that in that location? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. That is the in wall, what they call the, the sub-basement. Uh, the boiler room. So that's the wall. Yeah, the, the sub-basement. The wall with yes. the blood is right, like, to the left of that guy. Yes. That's crazy. Um, so, I, I think... Was, I, was, I was there, and I had just happened to walk down there. Uh, I, I think I was looking for another investigator just to say hello or whatever. And um, I think that I had done my time in the chapel or whatever. I don't remember the whole situation. But I just walked down there. There are other pictures that I have in that sub-basement that is pretty profound as far as it being, you know, uh, the, the round orbs, uh, not calling them bugs or anything like that, because bugs you can find on every picture in Yorktown Hospital. But I couldn't find that that Pacific circle or that, you know, that shape on anything else other than him. And he was affected that night. And um, actually, his parents came to me and asked me, should they be worried? And I was just like, you know, he just needs to ground himself, you know, Pray to whoever you believe in, you know, and and, and let them know that it's not welcome. It, it can't go on with me, you know. I said, you know, anytime you go to a haunted location, regardless if you provoke or don't provoke, or if you just, you know, you're always open to that attachment. Excuse me. Bless you. Oh, thank you. You're so sweet. I can be. Uh, yeah, well, okay. <laughs> So this is you oh, in the God. chapel, Stacy. Yeah. With that a nice me. big, nice big light anomaly or dust or whatever it yeah. is. So I'm going to tell you the story about this little these pictures that Andrew's showing. Um, I used to work for another paranormal group, and um, we used to go into the chapel. That is the very first time I ever went into that chapel. The very first time I ever went to Yorktown, I'm going to be perfectly honest, nothing happened. Nothing. Uh, you know, I read up on the history. I read up on the, uh, the, the what people were saying happened. I watched the shows. I, uh, I read on Reddit. I, you know, I did all my little investigation outside of the hospital. And um, I was like, well, this is going to be a pretty good, you know, a pretty good investigation. I was, I was really hopeful. Um, this is the one investigation my husband actually did come on. And uh, this was before these pictures. And so nothing happened to me, nothing. We walked the hallways, nothing. That is my second investigation into Yorktown. So I decided that uh, I was gonna go into the, uh, the chapel and I was gonna do a sermon. I am an ordained minister. I got ordained so that I can cleanse with the proper power, uh, so that I can study demonology, so that I can know what I'm doing when I am cleansing someone and not just cleansing them and hurting them more. I got up there on that podium right there, and I started a sermon. And uh, 
there was another investigator with me and I evidently started threatening her, cussing at her, being very ugly to her that I normally would not be. Uh, my face started changing. If y'all look through the pictures, you'll see that my face turns upside down and my teeth turn black. Um, I threatened people. I, uh, But here's my problem. I am one to just push the limits and I called out the so-called demon in the basement. And I asked him to come forward. And I did that knowing that I was putting myself in jeopardy. You know, I'm not, uh, I, I don't I don't think that that was a demon. I do believe that that was somebody that was there that's just evil. Uh, there's a lot of investigators that come in and out of this building. Do I believe that this building is haunted? Absolutely, I do. I believe it's haunted. Do I believe that it's haunted from patients and uh, the, the drug addicts? I'm sure that there's a few around because I'm sure that there's a few that haven't been treated in a proper manner. But I do believe that we've made a portal in that building. And I do believe that it's affected the businesses across the street. because They have told us personally that their businesses are affected by it. And I do believe that the people behind them in that little neighborhood is also affected. I believe that the more investigating that is done in that building, the more comes up. And I believe that we bring that in. Do I believe that there's a demon? No. Do I believe that I was attacked by a negative energy? Absolutely. My, uh, my teeth turned black. My face went upside down. It was not me. That's not me. If y'all go through the pictures, they'll be on Gypsy Soul Paranormal as well. Um, on the podcast, Andrew's going to post a lot of them. Um, but I, I was attacked, and I was attacked greatly. And I, and I started attacking other people verbally and not physically. But evidently, I physically tried to, or I physically, I wanted to physically hurt someone specific there. And uh, I don't remember that. I, I don't remember being ugly to that person. I would never intentionally be ugly to that person. Um, I ran outside because uh, that 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 young lady told me it's time to leave. And so, and everyone told me that the voice that I was speaking in at the end of that sermon was someone else's voice. It wasn't mine. It was a very negative. I mean, it was a very deep ruffle voice and uh, I have a I have a pretty deep voice for a for a woman but not not in that way um I ran outside I went ran to my car and I drank holy water and I took a piece of sage and I ate it and the reason I did that was because I felt heavy as I was running out the building I remember my feet feeling like they were in quicksand so that's what I did. And everybody was like, are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay? By the time everybody got outside, I was fine, except for I was confused because they were telling me I was doing all these ugly things and I don't remember doing that. So, um, yeah, so that, that happened. Um, it took me about three weeks to get over that attachment um, or over that, over what happened to me. I was really tired. I was very negative. I wasn't in a I wasn't in a good place for about three weeks. And when I say I wasn't in a good place, I wasn't. It was bad. It was really bad. So, uh, you know, I don't I, please y'all don't go into the chapel and start, you know, provoking or anything like that. That was really stupid of me. I wasn't protecting myself and I wasn't protecting the people that were around me. And being an ordained minister, I should know better. But please don't do that. But I do. You know, I did. And I and. I'll own up to it. Did yes. you did you 
when you drank the holy water, end up with the holy squirts? No. I did not. <laughs> Nor did my butthole catch on fire in the room. <laughs> Hey, that was P. I think that was PG thirteen. It was. It was wow. great. Yeah, that was a good one. That was PG. We're trying to keep it PG thirteen. Yeah. This could be very difficult, but but that's that's the new thing. PG thirteen. Yeah. We're gonna try. You know, this is this is actually an eighteen and over show. Uh, you know, if y'all are under <clears throat> the age of eighteen, please do not watch our podcast. We are we get away with our mouths. I mean, you know, we talk openly with each other. You know, we have fun with each other, so it's probably not a good idea that anybody under the age of 18 watches at all. This is not a PG-13 show. It is an 18 and <laughs> over show. But well, anyway, I think, I think I would have definitely had the holy squirts. And then and then you ate the sage as well. I did that not scratch coming out. You got to <laughs> chew it. <laughs> I chewed it. With the holy water. Yeah. I would have thought it had been like sweet corn though or something like that, you know what I mean? But then No. sweet corn never I don't even remember shitting out the sage. Oh, okay. I can say that. Yeah. Oh, that's disappointing. It smelled beautiful. It did. The aroma was great. You know, it was wonderful. It was wonderful. Wonderful. I can tell you that, you know, uh, not too many people will get on that podium and do what I do. And I've done it several times. Uh, I've kind of tamed it down since the first time because I really I put I put everybody in jeopardy when I did that, including myself. And, and you know, I, I have a daughter that goes on the investigations with us. So, I mean, I, I really did put everybody in jeopardy and it was really stupid of me. Now, I do still do a sermon and there's not too many people that will get on that stage. But if I call John up, he'll read straight from the Bible, you know, and um he does he does it he does it with me you know um now there is uh there there are a couple of other incidents that i had i was in the chapel my daughter was in the uh where the labor and delivery room is uh where the kitchen is uh i was in there and i was getting irritated because they were cursing me on the uh they were cursing me on the uh the uh what do you call it Spirit box? What, what, spirit box, yes. They were cursing me. I mean, I was everything but a white girl. So I was like, okay. So I started cursing back at him. I said, you're going to treat me ugly? I'm going to treat you back ugly because I'm not scared of you. And so the next thing I know, we had walkie-talkies. Gypsy's been attacked. She's outside. And I was like, oh, hell no. You. So I ran outside to check on my little girl. And I thought, you know, Stacey, you really need to calm this down because now it's going after your daughter. You know, and so when I ran back in the chapel, I said, you, you know, I, I, I called it everything but a spirit. I promise you that. I called it out. So, yes, it was there, the labor and delivery area. There was also a time that I was walking through the labor and delivery area, and I was walking with another investigator, and we had K2 meters. Man, these K2s were hitting like nothing. Now, I don't know if y'all, if any of our people have been out there at Yorktown, but there's no electricity, none. So your K2 meter should not hit. There's no reason for it to hit at all. <clears throat> we were in that labor delivery in that kitchen area and we were walking and man, we'd hold it, you know, the K2 meter would be up like waist high or a little bit higher than the waist because I'm only 4'11 and he's like six foot. 
So I'm like, and we're walking around and nothing. But if we held it down below my waist or below his waist, like a child size, that thing would stay on red. So finally, we couldn't get any answers out of it. And uh, one of the one of the other investigators is really good at pendulums. And sure enough, it says evil. It said evil and it said run. And I thought, well, I'm too fat to run and uh, I'm already evil. So we're just going to stay right here. But yeah, uh, those, uh, you know, and and I did catch, I, I captured the nun. I did capture the nun. Finally, after seven years of going back and forth to Yorktown, I got the nun. You have that one, Andrew? I do. I'm about to pull it up for you. Are you pulling it up? Um, yep. Uh, slight okay. technical issue. Don't, but don't hurt yourself. Oh, you have no idea. <laughs> so I'm uh, really proud of the nun picture. I really am. Uh, well, I would be if I could get it to work. I well, just, uh, whenever. I, you've seen all them pictures I just pulled up, right? Not had an issue. This oh, one. Yeah. This, this one picture that I want to pull up. Yeah. It's, it's not. Nice. I don't understand what's going on here. My computer's acting all weird. And, you know, one of the stories that I heard about Yorktown when it was a, uh, when it was a drug rehab is and i and I'm, I'm not saying this is a true story i'm just telling you this is what i was told was that the nuns did not believe in pain medication when they were you know going through withdrawals so a lot of the patients did die they suffered i can i can believe that because uh it's another drug isn't it so yeah there she is and i was at the back of the chapel and there was another investigator up front and she was talking. And so I just started snapping pictures. And when I got home, I started going through my pictures and I found her. That's crazy. Yeah. There's not a lot you can, you can't explain that. I mean, that's a pretty good picture. Oh yeah. Cause that's just a doorway. There's nothing there. There's nothing there to make that picture. There's no picture in there. There's nothing. That's the door that's that crazy. always comes open by itself. So, would you agree with this statement, Stacy? that it seems to be the most active places in, in Yorktown seems to be somewhat the basement and uh, maybe the chapel and then the, the labor delivery ward slash the, the walkway down there. I think that's where I've had most activity happen. I, I believe that the labor delivery has a lot of activity. I, I, I've, I've seen it for myself. Um, there are some noises or some shadows that I've seen that I will personally knock out because of the trees that are coming through the windows. You know, because there's no windows in Yorktown. The trees are actually coming through it, right? Right. So, um, but I do believe that in the chapel, there is evil. I don't believe it's a demon, but I believe it's evil. I want to agree with that because I'm, I'm still going to stand by what I say and I say it every time. I, in 15 years, 16 years of investigating, never come across a demon. Never have. So is so, your most profound experience in one of those areas, Andrew? Um, in one of those areas, I want to say the, the, freakiest, the freakiest one I got was I was with an investigator. Okay. And... Um, uh, 
I'm sorry, we're staying at a hotel and there's like cops surrounding the hotel. Can y'all give me a minute? Yeah, yeah no yeah, worries. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Uh, okay. Uh oh, that's not good. Duck and cover. Duck and cover. That's wow. never good. Anyway, moving on. Um, so in the basement. <laughs> in the basement. We need to see it, Stacey. Take us with you. We want to see it too. Um, yeah, the basement. The, the basement was probably the creepiest for me. Uh, because with that cage. Uh, I was... Oh, is that a police helicopter? With a cage, I could definitely feel someone uh, that was crawling above me, and then I got it validated with an SLS. And then there was one occasion I was with another investigator, and we was down there, and there's a wall. You know that wall you signed, John? Have you seen uh -huh. that wall? Yeah, that they painted over last time I was there? Yeah. She was adamant that I signed that bloody wall, and she's like, oh, come down with me, and, and we'll sign that wall. And then... It was right after we'd just done an investigation and it said um, it was somewhat to the effect that you two need to be alone down here or something like that. And then she's like, sign this wall. Oh, and by the way, I forgot my flashlight. You need to come down here and help me get my flashlight. And I was like, do you realize what we just done? We, we segregated ourselves from other people. So it's like it lured us down there to be down there on his own. It does that a lot there. I'd, I'd agree with that. It really I does. definitely agree with that. So, I think the scariest moment I've had, guys, and I don't know if, John, if you was around. Oh, yeah. I know, Paulie, Paulie, you wasn't right there. There was a young lady that was on one of the investigations, and she had an experience, and it was within 15 minutes of starting the paranormal investigation. Mm -hmm. And... I mean, it was just crazy. Like, I, I could tell something was wrong with her. And I said, are you okay? And she's like, yeah, I'm fine. And I was like, no, there's something not right here. So I let her go for a little bit longer, but I could tell she was changing. You know what I mean? Uh, I've, you could just tell she wasn't the same person that walked in with me. So I said, all right, come on, let's take you outside. Get her on some grass and I'll, you know, try and figure out what's going off. As soon as I started to try and get her to ground herself and stuff, she went ballistic. John, was you there for that? I was there for that, yep. Do you remember the screaming? Yep. Sure it's, do. It's like, I, I want to, it was crazy. We saged that lady. It was still or, daylight. It wasn't even dark yet. No, it was an immediate attack. It was an immediate attack. And it was just crazy how quick it all went down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we we say it's not late. Couldn't I mean, her enough. No, I mean, even on the property, it got to the point where we actually take took her off of the property across the street onto another piece of grass because she, at one point, I thought we was going to have to call an ambulance. I thought we was going to have to call an ambulance at one point. I mean, it's it was just freaky. So I think that's my, my most profound moment. Now, here's, here's the thing, though. Were we playing to that lady, though? I can't prove it. Did she really have the experience that she said she had? Yeah, because we've met plenty of people who really, really like attention. Yep. Right? Hello. <laughs> yep, we sure have. 
Um, yeah. I want to say, because here's the thing, John, if you remember, that same night she started going off again. And I think the first time may have been genuine, but the second one I'm not 100% sure. The second one I'm not 100% sure, just because... I don't remember the second one. The second one wasn't as profound. The first one was crazy. I mean, she wouldn't breathe on the first one. She stopped breathing. Like, <laughs> stupid. I'm not EMS. What do you... I really can't do it for you, honey. What do you mean she stopped breathing? She stopped breathing. She was. She literally stopped breathing. She was holding her breath. Okay, well, so what were y'all doing when the woman wasn't breathing? She's on the grass. We were trying to get her fixed. Well, what do you mean get her fixed? The woman wasn't Major. breathing. No, she, she, was she, her breath. she was holding her breath, Stacy. Oh. She didn't die. <laughs> well, I would hope not. <laughs> Clear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was getting a CPR. I was trying to save her and give her CPR at the same time. <laughs> Breathe. You can do it. Breathe. <laughs> Listen, just because yeah. you've watched Grey's Anatomy does not make you a doctor, Andrew. You don't want to be one of these ghosts at Yorktown. I you can, can do make the it. Trach. <laughs> I got this. Does anybody that... got a, a pen and a knife? <laughs> the truck, come on, truck. Oh, whatever. I, I, I knew. No. I knew what that meant. Truck, truck. So your most profound moment was that issue with the lady, or was yeah, it that basement? Oh. No, actually, there's another one. Logan. He's not here to talk about it, but I'm going to talk about it anyway. Um, there was one night I took Logan. To get everybody's areas. Yeah. Too. There was one. Logan got affected. It was that same night. It was the same night that young girl got affected. Um, Logan wouldn't quit, but it was quitting time for Logan. And it was to the point where I'm like, Logan, we need to get you back to the hotel. And he's like, Logan don't normally like do this, but he's like he looked at me like he he was ready to fight me. Oof! So I said, Logan, it's time to go. And he looked at me again, and he just gave me that look like he was going to fight me again. Eventually, I got him to go, but I'm telling you, it killed that guy because he was down for three days after that. Jesus. Yeah, I think it was like three days it took him to recover from that. And it's bad. I mean, it, it drains you big time. Uh, that, the last. There's, there's that one day I was down for three days when you had to come up to Deep Ellum and bring me that uh, spray and that metal and whatever. John, where's your camera gone? It'll be. I'll be right back. Oh, okay. Um, where's your most profound moment, Paula? Hola. So I just want to check. So John's was in the basement. Mm-hmm. John, right? Yep. Okay, Stacy's your most profound moment was in the chapel. Mm-hmm. And so, Andrew, yours was basement and then having to deal with a, that lady getting affected. Uh, I would say, actually, she was affected on the third floor. Oh, upstairs. Okay. Yeah, she was on that the was third floor. There was somebody else attacked on the third floor. I don't remember who it was, but somebody was attacked on the third floor. I was right across from where the the nun is supposedly meant to hang so, out. So I saw my, hand on, I saw an apparition of a hand. Moment was in none of those places. Really? So I've probably been to Yorktown five times, but the most profound moment was my very first time at Yorktown, which I heard happens a lot when it's your first time. Uh, a lot of people have told me 
that, hey, your first time you're going to get something. Um, so I was with another paranormal team and there was about 10 of us and we go to Yorktown. I don't know how we broke off into groups, but I ended up with one other person and it's Lisa who does the old Lavaca County jail. We were on the same team. However, mm -hmm. we go down towards the emergency room. So we go down to the right on that hallway and then we're going to the left. Um, to one of the rooms where there's a table. I'm not sure if it's a gurney, but I think there was a table in there. So she's excited. She's got her new um, camera, video camera that will record in the dark. And I'm just rolling with a flashlight because that's what I do, right? So <laughs> here we go down that hallway and we get into the room and we're only a few feet into the room. And y'all know me already because we've done investigations together. I'm either right outside the doorway or I'm inside the doorway looking at the door. That's yeah. usually what I do. So yeah. I did that same exact thing. So Lisa goes to pick up her camera and immediately her head goes down. And she's like, I don't feel good. And I'm like, oh my God, are you okay? And as I do, as I'm looking at her, there is a giant orb like this that hovers into the room slowly and my eyes are fixed on this giant and i feel bad for lisa because i know she's like i don't know i, I just don't feel good and i can't even concentrate on her because i'm looking at this giant orb and it just it stands it, like it just hovers there and slowly moves on the wall across. And I've seen orbs before, but never like this. I mean, this thing was enormous. And I, not that I was scared, but I was like, I don't know what it was gonna do. <laughs> I'm like, you're coming at me, you're obviously affecting Lisa. So I start even tapping Lisa like, hey, look at this so I'm not crazy. But she can't, she's, she's down. So, I, it was probably a good 30 to 45 seconds that me and this orb just, I guess, stared at each other. <laughs> and then Lisa's making sounds, so I look down to make sure, because she's like leaning over, doubled over, and it's gone. And she instantly pops back up, and she's like, oh, okay, I feel better. Her camera's drained, and we had just walked in there with a fully batteried ca camera ready to go. And I was like, oh my gosh, I didn't have my phone with me. I didn't have no nothing to prove that other than her getting sick. Um, but I was like, oh my, that was probably the coolest thing that wow. ever happened to me. And it's wow. never happened since. <clears throat> I've never been scared in Yorktown since. I've never felt really anything major. People get a lot of things and it's a cool place. But that was the only time I ever had anything happen to me personally at your job. That very first time. Then you put some obsidian on. Hey, listen, I'm always, I staged <laughs> before we started talking about this. Are you kidding me? I'm ready. I'm ready all the time. <laughs> That's when, you were, when you saw the orb, I mean, what was your feeling? I, well, I was. It didn't affect me. Um, now, I don't know if Lisa is sensitive. So uh, I 
have seen, like I said, I've seen orbs and they don't usually affect me, but I, I could feel the energy. I could feel the buzz. You know, it was almost like, um, but was like it like electricity into the room? That's what okay, it felt so, but like. you didn't have any bad feelings or Absolutely scared not. feelings or like you were in harm's way or anything like that? No, I wasn't scared, but I was like, I didn't know what it was going to do. And I definitely didn't want it to like, like fly into her because that would have probably really made her throw up or something. But yeah. uh, I was, I, yeah, I was like, uh, uh, hey, <laughs> somebody see this because we, uh, when we went in 2016, there was no power and there was no way to hook power up. So we couldn't hook up our IR cameras. So we didn't have anything other than what we had in our hands. And so, man, I would have loved to got that on video. But yeah, it, w it wasn't meant to be. <laughs> but it was amazing. That was, I will never forget seeing that particular giant orb. And that's the only experience you've ever had in Yorktown. That's that's the only experience I've had. Yes, absolutely. And I know that's kind of like even no, actually, EVPs, it's pretty cool. Even with EVPs, I've never had. I've never captured a great EVP. Um, I've ne like I said, I've walked down some of those halls by myself. I've never been scared. My first that's time in Yorktown, I was off by myself the entire night. When I took the, I'd taken the ovules at one point and I went into the chapel and you know me, I was like, come on, scratch me, scratch me. You can't. And the ovulus goes <laughs> tried. It just had the word tried. And I said, tried, you tried to what? Without skipping a beat, it goes puncture. So I, thought, I have that on, I have a picture of that somewhere. I thought that was cool. That was my first time. Yeah. What about and you, Stacey? Andrew? You know, I like I said, the chapels my was my main post all the times that we went. Um, free investigations. I would walk the hospital with the with the group, or you know, whoever wanted me to go with them. Um, a lot of them wanted me in the chapel, though. I mean, that was where they wanted me. So, I mean, I would just go in the chapel with them. I think that there was a couple of times that I would be outside and they would come and get me for the basement. And um, I'm going to be honest, the basement is a basement and it, I, I don't like basements and that building's not, it's not secure. So I'm looking for a way to run when this building comes down on me in the basement. Right. So, I mean, and maybe that could be a distraction. I don't know. But uh, we've had experience in the sub basement to where, you know, uh, you know, we've been called out. We, everybody knows this, the three alone thing. Uh, uh we've had people run out of there we've had uh people be scratched we've had people throw up we've had people been pushed down i mean and, and those things happened you know but i wasn't i wasn't a first-hand witness to it because i was always in the chapel the chapel to yeah. me the chapel and the labor and delivery now i don't know because that 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 floor we all say the nuns are at where where the nuns quarters is the, is that third floor second or second floor Okay, so that second floor, I, I can't say the very last time that I went up there, uh, and it's been a couple of years now, uh, that second floor, it it, uh, it scared me. And for me to say I'm scared, is it takes a lot. But it it, it gave me the heebie-jeebies. Now, I didn't run out. I didn't go, oh, like John, but, Shut you up. know, I, I'm just saying I didn't do that, John. 
But when something like that happens, I'm going to make sure I'll be Billy and John. Oh, that's what I'm going to do. By the way, I think I think we should do a competition. I think we should say, we'll mention you by name if you can translate what the hell John's saying when he's screaming on the way out. Oh, I know exactly what well, I don't know what the fuck that just was. Well, I guess we don't have a competition anymore. Never mind. Yeah, right? Yeah, John. Thanks, John. I thought it was pretty clear what I said. I thought I thought there was some more stuff in there than that. Uh uh. I don't think so. What? So the second floor scared scared you. It gave me the, the heebie-jeebies. I felt like I was being followed. Now, you know, I'm I'm covered in tattoos. I have them everywhere. And, you know, they're they're there, you know. And so I, you know, and, and I think it was hot. And I probably had some shorts or whatever on. I don't remember. But uh, when I walked up there, I did not feel comfortable. Now, saying that, I was halfway down. And I felt like something ran up on me. And oh, it, no. hold your ears, everybody, because I'm about to curse. I said, motherfucker, you better back off because you don't know who you fucking playing with, what I said. <laughs> but I can say that I turned around and went back downstairs. I didn't run, but I went back downstairs. And I felt like something was just right here on me the whole time. So I, I have to say that second floor gave me the heebie-jeebies the last time I was there. And that's the that's the floor where that young girl got attacked. Yes, that's the one y'all were telling me about. Yeah. Uh, I got that phone call as well. I was not there at that time, but I, I did get a phone call. You were on your way. I think you were going to come out and help us if we couldn't get it under control, if I remember. That's rightly. right. I wasn't there at that time. No, I was, yeah. I was out. But I told them that if they couldn't get it under control, that I would come out. Yeah, that would have been an interesting story, wouldn't it? I mean, to me, I mean, you know, being... I'm, I'm not saying the girl was faking because I don't. I, I wasn't there. I'm not. I'm not no judge. I'm not judging anybody. But I mean, maybe she just needed a good slap in the face to get her composure. You know. No, yeah, not in this uh, current world. A slap in the face gets you in a lot of trouble. <laughs> I mean, not a girl. hard slap, but just kind of like, come on, I need you to snap out of this. You know. I, I think the craziest that, part of that. The craziest part of that whole story was the girl's dad. He goes. Well, if she's gonna, if she's going to have to leave, uh, can we can, can we stay and finish our night? I couldn't believe it. I could yeah. not believe it. Yeah, the dad was more concerned about going back in than dealing with his daughter. Do you know? Do you know what else is funny about that as well? And I'm not bad mouthing her out like that, but I was downstairs in the basement because I ended up chaperoning him because I was told stay with him if anything happens, pull him out again. So I get downstairs and this other investigator goes, um, Andrew, can you help me real quick? He's stuck against wall. <laughs> he bent down and he couldn't get back up. I, I, I couldn't, no. I couldn't, I couldn't do anything but laugh. He ended up getting himself back up eventually. But I was sat there and I was like, really? How'd you manage to get yourself in that predicament? I did. I went yeah. all British on him. So eventually, but yeah, I couldn't believe that, John either. I could not believe that. Like, can we stay? Can we stay and 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 like if she stays in car over here and I'm like, well, I guess you should really like kind of disappear for a little bit, but if that's what you want to do. And then the girl even went back in. The girl even went yeah. in and finished the night. Crazy, crazy night that night. It, it was a crazy night. 
You know, and you see that place change a lot of people. Like you meet them outside before they go into the Yorktown hospital and they're all lucky, uh, go lucky. And, you know, they're all and and 15 minutes later, you know, you see them back outside and they're just kind of shut down and looking at you. And you're thinking, what the hell is wrong with these people? You know, but it's that hospital. I mean, I think that the, the energy in that hospital affects people in different ways. I mean, it really does. Sure. I mean, you know. So, you know, sorry, I was going to say, I was going to say, like, so my understanding, not that many people died at that location is my so understanding. The, the number, the, the alleged number, I forgot to mention earlier, the alleged number is 2000 deaths. But that would mean if you go back and look at the statistics and the um, admissions, that would mean like one in every four patients that went in there died. Yeah, that's um, uh, and they weren't set up for major major things like like i said it's it, it was meant to be like what we would call an urgent care emergencies minor surgeries labor and delivery it wasn't meant like oh you got a brain tumor or, oh you're going to be here for like six weeks it wasn't that kind of a hospital right so i think that that 2000 number i think is is high and then also um another number that's out there is 500 i think that's a little bit high too uh that sounds a little bit more plausible to me more plausible, because still, still quite because, high. Yeah, because there's some heavy equipment out there, John. That can, you yeah. know, you can get wrapped up in a drill bit. Yeah, like literally, the entire body can be wrapped up in. But anyway, I was gonna say, like, it tends to be a lot of the hospitals, even if they haven't had a lot of death associated with them, have always got something going off. Well, hey, it doesn't listen, matter what it is. I got a theory to that because I know Stacy did touch on that because of all the people that do investigate that particular location that a portal has been created and people hold seances oh. i mean there's so many people doing things there but there is also just i think about a mile away there is a um like a hospice or a, like an old folks home right close to there I and think i was that's like yeah. isn't this that is just ugh. That breaks that, my heart, but I'm like, listen, that's really close, especially if there's a portal there. And I mean, y'all also have to remember that a lot of times when we're there, a lot of Spanish comes through. La Bahia is only like 40 um, miles down the road. So the that was one of the Bahia. biggest, bloodiest battles of the Alamo is La Bahia. So that place is amazing, by the way. Yes. So they had to come through Yorktown. San Jacinto runs, I mean, not San Jacinto, San, San Antonio River runs behind that Yorktown uh, area. Mm. So y'all have to remember that just because the hospital only had 2,000 deaths, not proven, but there are other tragedies that could have happened on that, on, on the on way, that you know, land. on uh, that land. Exactly. And how do so, we know that the, what Indians, I mean, there could have been tribes there during the time that the, the soldiers were coming through. We don't know that. La Bahia was a mission. That's where the Indians were supposed to go. So Paula had mentioned, um, we don't know what other investigators, what has been done in there and holding seances and stuff. I was flicking through um, the Yorktown Memorial Hospital hashtag on TikTok today. I saw at least 20 different videos of 20 different groups in there with the freaking Ouija board. 
from this year. So I think whenever we get back there, there's probably gonna there might very well be a whole lot more going on than than we've well, experienced well, listen, in the past. And, and I know Andrew kind of makes fun of me for doing that protective vibe with my crystals and stuff. <laughs> no, However, I don't. However, I am also I was raised Catholic. So in that hospital, I feel perfectly fine. I mean, I don't know if it's if it's me and I have my walls up or if it's because I'm Catholic, I'm kind of accepted or I am protected because I have my uh, crystals that I empowered to protect me. But I, I don't I don't have anything really negative there when I've been now I'm not challenging Yorktown <laughs> but I'm just saying I don't have that draw that I think some people just like I think John is obsessed with Yorktown mm-hmm. and it's because hey that video was pretty cool I think yeah. maybe if something like that would have happened to me I would want to go back and get answers but nothing like that's ever happened to me at that location so I'm like I'm just kind of mellow. It's like I fit in there. You know what I mean? So, so we all know that your town calls to John, but what calls to you? What calls to me? Yeah, what I, location I, calls to you? Uh, like I've had dreams of Gettysburg, of going, but I like, um, and I think I do like Civil War stuff, like uh, Presidio La Bahia. I did hear things. I heard people trying to get over that wall. And when we ran to go look, there was nobody out there. You could hear horses. There are no horses. There nobody's out there. There's a cemetery. And so to me, that was amazing. I was like, dude, I just heard somebody try to get over this wall. And nobody was there. So for me, that was probably um, where I would hear things. But... Yorktown doesn't do that for me. I love it. I love the ambiance, and I love to explore. And I'm still looking for that orb. Nah. Come on, I want to see one more time. But yeah. For, for and Andrew, me, what location calls to you? Oh, hold on. You know what? You know what? I think I've got something. Uh oh. For for me, uh, it would be. Uh, it, it's got to be a Beach Army Hospital. It's got to be. There's some some in that place that. I don't know. I get affected every time I go out there. And I always want to go out there, but but I don't want to get arrested. Well, hope, maybe they'll open it back up because I did have a dream and I, I did tell Stacy, um, and she said it sounded like Peach Army. I would love to go in there and look and see if that's what my dream looked like. <laughs> I, it's, Which uh, I do remember. It, it's got a very... Oh, we lost Stacy. Uh-oh. Oh, that's it's no Andrew good. and Polish Joe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we lost John Stacy. <laughs> um, I'm right so, here. Hello. Um, yeah, that building is just. I've had also. I think we ought to do an episode on that because because uh, we've all had an experience at Beach Army Hospital. Oh yeah, that's the other one that calls to me. Yeah, apparently I, t- I told them to string you up one night. Yep. I don't remember sure saying that. Sure I don't remember did. saying that. Yeah, but anyway, I I think we ought to talk about that one one day because that's a good one. Mm-hmm. 
I think that's a very good subject to talk about, but let's make it very clear that this place is closed for all investigations. No one is allowed to go in there. It is trespassing. You will get a ticket. I'm not going to say you're going to jail because I don't know how they act up there, but you know, that that would be a very, very, very good subject for us to all talk because I think we've all had experiences there. Mm-hmm. Um, more you and John than than me. Um, and Paula's had a dream of it. And she's never been. So that's crazy as well. Gypsy had a um, very, very, very good experience. Well, I won't say it's a good experience for Gypsy, but it was a it was a experience yeah. nonetheless. Yeah, it was a very, it was, yes, and, and that's a story she needs to tell. But yes, oh, yeah. it was, I think it was more scarier for, you know, because Gypsy, poor thing, she was the youngest one of the group. And so everybody was brother, sister, mama, daddy. So when we all saw that she was getting, you know, getting uh, affected, everybody jumped into motion, thank God, because I was outside. They kept telling me, well, Gypsy's getting affected. And I'm like, well, she knows what to do. You know, yeah, she no, has that about- ability to block that. You know, yeah, but I, when I got when she when they got when they finally got her outside, I was like, "Oh hell no!" So I mean, that's a story for another day, though. That's a very good story, yeah. and and I think that we should talk about it. Um, uh, but uh, as far as Georgetown's us- concerned, I think that we should try to rent that out and do a challenge of forty-five minute alone. Rent what out? I'll back you up on that, but I'm going to stay outside for 45 oh, minutes yeah. alone. <laughs> <laughs> Big surprise, Andrew. Big surprise. Let's do it all at once. I'll go to the basement. Stacy, you go to the chapel. Paula, you go to where you saw the orb. Andy, you go to the second floor. I go yeah, to I'll, I'll be outside standing guard. And we'll keep Gypsy right in the crossroads, so if anybody screams, she can uh, play babysitter. Gypsy was affected in, in labor and delivery, though. They had to carry Gypsy out. She was sick. Yeah, really? Yeah. Yeah, so I think that, that I mean, the crossroads would be there. But we could have somebody in the middle just in case someone screams to go for it. Yeah. I mean, uh, I think um, that would be a phenomenal a challenge with with the camera, you know. Maybe uh, if you don't want to video it, you could use, uh, do the EVP thing. <clears throat> I'm down. Hey, John. Andrew, Andrew, okay. What if we put you on the second floor, but we put Logan at the very end? You have to walk the second floor, but Logan will be at the end. He won't do it. No. I doubt (laughs) it. Why? I just doubt it. (laughs) You're not going to be alone. I'm technically alone at that point. No, you're not. No, I I have a safety net. If I'm more than five feet away from somebody, I feel vulnerable. Wow. That's the idea. Yeah, it's not a good idea when I feel what I feel, dude. Hey, John, do me a favor, dude. Can you go moo? Moo. <laughs> For anyone that's listening to the podcast, you can't see John behind him has got a picture of a bull. <laughs> and um, Amanda said it makes him look like a cow. He's like the cow. He's yeah. got the horn. Well, it is, it is in everything, dude. I'll so I had to do it. I'll have a different piece of artwork up there next week. That's pretty cool, bro. Um, yeah, I think we've got a subject for next week, guys. What do you think? Beach Army? I think that would be a great Ooh. subject. I think okay. that we have a lot of... Uh, I, I personally have a lot of, uh, of uh, pictures of... Uh, Beach Army, 
Um, I know that John, I have some pictures of John where orbs are just right on top of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a, and I know John has some pictures. John, oh, John? So, some pictures, honey, please. He's got glamour <laughs> shots. <laughs> I've got probably a thousand pictures from there. Yeah. I'm not going to put a thousand pictures up there. Pick two. (laughs) (laughs) Pick like five or six. (laughs) I don't know if I can just pick five or six. Well, pick ten. Because I got to, I got to, it's awkward keeping it all in check. Yeah. Well, you. But I'm figuring this stuff out right now, dude. Eventually, you'll be able to give me 50 pictures and it'll be good. By next week? No. I gotta figure out how to do a slideshow. When I figure that mm, out, okay. we'll be good. Um, yeah, I think I think uh, the forty-five minute thing is a great idea for you guys. No, for you too. <laughs> <laughs> who's gonna count the forty-five minutes? Exactly. I've got an excuse. I have to be outside. No, you know. there has to be somebody up there on that second floor. I'll send the cock block in. I'll bring Amanda with me. No, Amanda, Let- you're going to send Amanda up on the second floor, but you won't go up there. You're going to no. send your wife while you stay outside. Hey, my wife sat there and played with a haunted doll on her own and didn't experience anything. I did too. Yeah, I'm not. I own haunted dolls. See, I, I won't do it. I can't stand it. I- I've got a doll phobia. Uh-uh. I'm out. When it comes to all the dolls, Amanda says she's going to do it. Okay, Amanda. You can See? do it. See, we'll send the cock block in. We'll be good. We'll take Amanda. Yeah. And I'll be outside timing you guys. No. No. Yeah. That's not going to oh. work either. No, sir. No, sir. You are part of this team and you will do something. Oh, I will. I'll come in and investigate when you're all together. <laughs> <laughs> Another thing, you know what would be cool? On your town, you know how the crossroads meet on the first floor? You have, it goes like this, and then it goes, you know, it's a cross. So you have crossroads that meet in the middle. Where the nurse's uh-huh. station is, that's the middle of the hospital, right? Mm-hmm. What would be cool is if we had someone up upstairs, we had someone downstairs, and we had someone in the chapel, and we're saying, okay, and put a rim pod right in the middle of the crossroads and say, if there's anybody here, I need you to touch that one rim pod. And then if it touches it, then the next person, if there's anybody here, I need you to touch the rim pod two times. But let's all, you know, film while you're saying it so we can prove that, hey, we asked it to do that. And if I don't know. It, that would be- I'm going to say, I don't know. That seems like if I was the spirit, that seems like a awful lot of work for me to go out there and touch a rim pod if I'm upstairs. Yeah, you won't even, <laughs> you won't even go upstairs to being alive. No, I'm so, I'm saying if I was the spirit though, it seems like a lot of a lot of work for me to to have to walk down the stairs or float whatever they do. Walk but I do wall. believe that would be proof of an intelligent haunting. Oh yeah, and no, not just no a doubt. residual haunting. No doubt, that would be definite proof. Uh, what we need to do is invest in some cameras. Then we need to look at some cameras. I've got some oh, video from I've got some Rempa video from the priest that at Yorktown. Where it would light up certain, it lit up certain colors as we told it to. That's John, cool. what is your deal with this priest bed? I don't know. I just spent a lot of time in there the last few times that we've been there. You John, really- where did? 
What did you get touched? Can you show me on the teddy bear? <laughs> <laughs> right there. <laughs> did they touch your no-no spot? Did, you, did, did they go in your no-no square? That's on my whole body. <laughs> no, no, don't touch me there. That's my no-no I think, square. I think it was amping up to fucking attack me at that point. That what now? I think it was amping I'm up sorry, to attack me. I think it was amping up to attack me that night, actually. I just wanted to give you a hug. And then I think it was that same night when I was on the podium in the chapel reading from the Bible. The say I got the same feeling. It was trying to get on me. And it, it, you could feel it get a little stronger, and then suddenly it stopped. And, like, my flashlight was fucking was buzzing out or dimming out. I don't understand the tattoo thing, though. Why are they so against the tattoos? Someone None. explain that to me. Because tattoos are a sin Catholic. in the Bible. Yeah. Catholics don't right? believe in tattoos. Yes. I thought I thought some Catholics had tattoos though. They I'm do, not but... saying they're not sinners. I'm just saying I'm they're against it. They believe in repenting for your sins, but they don't like it. Huh. Yeah, no. That's intriguing. I, I I was wondering what the the you know but the link was there at the time frame when the Felician nuns were doing this. Not a lot of people were totally tatted up like they are now. I don't have any tattoos. My my body's a temple. Tattoos. Tattoos. <laughs> I can't, the main reason <laughs> I don't have any... <laughs> the plane, the plane. <laughs> the main reason I don't have tattoos is because I don't like... Uh, I don't like needles. I can't stand needles. Oh, that's a giant freaking surprise, Andrew. Is it the needles or is right? it the commitment, Andrew? It, it's the needles. Stand uh, up. I'm, I'm sure your ass is covered in bubble wrap right now. No, I'm good. I've got a cushion under my ass right now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look. Look, this is all self-preservation. That what? What did you say? Paula? Hello? No, you. She. It's self-preservation, he said. Yeah, it is self-preservation. What are you talking about? Like, not wanting to stay in a room on my own and not wanting to be alone in a building. It's self-preservation. Why is that? Because I feel extremely vulnerable when I'm on my own. Aww. Well, I'm sure Amanda did, too. But she stayed with you anyway. She don't feel shit, though, Stacey. That's the point. She could sit there in a dark room all night and not feel one little thing. But she just doesn't. Well, Andrew, we're going to have to put you out there, though, dude. I think I put myself out there quite a bit. No, you don't. No, you don't. You're chicken shit. I <laughs> want you... Okay, but I want you to step out of your comfort zone. And how are we going to do that if you keep pulling yourself back into your comfort zone? I don't like this. I don't like it at all. Oh, I, I, okay. <laughs> I might say that, but do I carry on with the investigation? Yes. Hey, listen. I don't no, no, like yes, I'm not saying you don't. Money at me. So, I will st step out into that comfort zone, and y'all throw money at me. Okay? <laughs> It'll make me feel much better. Hey, actually, It'll that's a good idea. Better. Paula, I'm with you. When I get a when I get a ton of money thrown at me, I'll step outside that comfort zone. Oh my god, let's start a GoFundMe and get people to donate. And Send they them can, home. They oh, can no, tell wait, us where to go, and then whoever stays there the longest wins the money. 
Ooh, <laughs> oh. Or we could do like a gambling pot. We all have to put in twenty, fifty, hundred dollars, and then whoever stays in the longest area then wins that money. Ooh, that's like a it, that's a no win situation for me though. If we each put in a hundred dollars, guess who's going home four hundred dollars richer? Me. <laughs> I'll do a lot for four hundred dollars, baby. Oh god. <laughs> I saw the post. No, it's good. <laughs> yeah, but okay. So I mean, but you have to stay there uh, uh, more time than the other time. I mean, so like if we go, okay. Why would we make you go sit in the priest's bed? Because we already know you will do that. Yeah, and you also see me run out of the priest's bed. Yeah, but that doesn't even matter. Okay, you've you already done that. And you tell me where to go. I'll go sit in that creepy ass kitchen. I don't give a damn. <laughs> Make me some eat. <laughs> and Paula, where would you stay? I it wouldn't matter. Y'all can put me anywhere. Y'all can put me in that damn cage. I don't care. Uh, but y'all would have to <laughs> film it. Well, like we would have to get the handheld cameras and actually film it. I agree. It would, hard, it would be Shut hard. Shut up. You don't even want to do this. <laughs> hey, I'm your technical consultant right now. You can get out of I'm going to be outside on the walkie talkie. I mean, what would be your next? I mean, so if we couldn't get into Yorktown, what would be y'all's next nemesis? Army. Okay, we're not talking about Beach Army. We cannot go there. So, what is we, your next nemesis? You know, uh, one of my one of my nemesis is is definitely Fort Walters right now because you don't have to go to Beach Army to be affected yeah. by Beach Army. That is that is one of the locations that actually I'm going back there on August thirteenth. Because because uh, there's an event out there that I'm gonna go to. There, there's a reverend awesome. out there. John John's out there, and so uh, this is a paranormal event. It is. How do I get a ticket? Uh, go to TexasScareGrounds.com, and it's forty dollars online or fifty dollars at the door. Okay. And what is, is it? it? What does it consist of? Uh, they're going to do a talk on demons and different things like that, demonology, and then you're going to get to investigate till 2 o'clock in the morning. So you can investigate after the uh, the presentation. Hmm. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm going to go out there and help them with the investigation side of things. Maybe I'll get a ticket so. and come with you and we can go live. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, August 13th. That that's my next place I'm going to for sure. Is that a Saturday? That, it is because Fridays aren't a good day for me due to work because I work on a Saturday morning. So, but yeah, um, that well, if we can talk, rent that out, guys, that would be awesome. Let's talk about all this in post broadcast. I don't think anybody wants to hear about it. Live. Well, well, you never know. They might want to come and join us if if we okay. go. That's quite possible. You know what I mean? Yeah, quite possible. I would like to meet John John anyway. I have a hey, lot of who's, questions. Who's for John him. John with? Is he with Light Paranormal or? 
He's uh, with Dark Explorers Paranormal. Dark is his, Explorers. Yeah. I want to say the Central Alliance Paranormal, which is different teams that are, have come together to help each other. Um, right. Yeah. They were mentioning his name. That's why. Yeah, that. he goes out there and he helps a lot of people. But yeah, so I mean, I think we can about call it a night tonight. Um, have you got anything else you want to add to it? No, I'm I just want to thank everybody that came out and watched us, and please share. Um, if y'all have any suggestions on future podcasts that y'all would like for us to do, please don't hesitate to message me, Andrew, John, or Paula. Um, if y'all have any questions, any suggestions, any concerns, any comments, please make sure you give them to us. We're welcoming yeah. it. Uh, so you can but thank y'all very much for, for joining us. Um, I will probably go live tomorrow. Um, we are going to go to some old cemetery. We oh, cool. are going to a hotel, uh, hotel Arlington down here in hot springs is reportedly haunted. Uh, we, uh, we're going to be at the Crescent. We're going to be, we're going to go to the oldest, uh, oldest cemetery in Eureka Springs. And we are going to find the oldest cemetery in, uh, hot springs. Uh, so we'll go live from there. Um, we're probably going to go to Branson, Missouri, too. So, Ooh, uh, oh, nice. go yeah. to the Titanic Museum. Hey, go that's see in Branson. Yeah, that's in Branson. I went there with Amanda. Did you ask me to go see Celine? Yeah, go see like Celine see. Dion. Yes, Titanic. Oh no, ma'am. I don't think. Come on. Hey, so real be quick like before we leave, <laughs> real quick before we leave, I'm going to do this. So uh, come join us. We are now on Apple, Amazon. Uh, we're also on Anchor, and we're also on uh, Spotify. It's called the Rejects Roundtable, brought to you by Gypsy Soul Paranormal. Uh, like, follow us, share us, all that good stuff. If you want to message us, message us through Gypsy Soul Paranormal as well. You can message us and reach us there. Um, we really appreciate you uh, supporting us. And I'm sure we're going to have a lot more material coming out in the future. We're just trying to get it together right now. I'm still pretty new at this, so I'm still learning. And, He's doing uh, a great job. Yeah, I don't think I'm doing Thank too you, bad. Andrew. I could do better, but I'm working on it. You could He's do doing better, a great job. Andrew. I could do better. <laughs> so it's a goodbye from myself. Goodbye for Bye. Paula. Thank you all very much. Bye. Bye, John. Bye, Stacy. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye, everyone.